This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions. Because it's time to dish the dirt. On the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. And uh, the undergardener, or should I say the sous chef of the garden, Franklin David Proctor. Oh, Here, yeah, formal. Very, form, very formal today. Yes. I don't know why. Both you and I, it's like we, you know, I phoned Charlie up before the show. What are you wearing? Oh, okay. I'm going to wear kind of a peachy color, too. Yes, Both of us we're are. We're in our like, yeah. pink, pink and peachy. Well, I'm trying to induce summer. better weather yeah. from the weather people out there because it's cloudy as all get out. It's the first Saturday of summer. Yes, of and course. Unseasonably weird weather. Yeah, yeah. and all the pride events going on, and I hope you know. I just hope the rain stays away for all the fun events. It's pretty cloudy. Anyway, we've got fun events right here, my friends. We sure do. Charlie Dobbin, Master Gardener, ready to answer your questions, or at least attempt to. (laughs) If she can't, I'll help. You know, (laughs) Uh, phone numbers. Here we go. Four one six three six zero. 0740 in Toronto and anywhere else in the province of Ontario, 1 866 740 And I'm sorry we can't give a toll free to our friends listening in the States. I know we have a lot of listeners, uh, particularly down in the Buffalo, Rochester area. So good morning mm-hmm. to all those folks. You'll have to, you know, um, drop your dime, <laughs> as but, it were. Yeah. Or email. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Email. And you can reach Charlie by doing this C. Dobbin, that's D-O-B-B-I-N, at mzmedia.com. Okay, we better push along here. you got a raft of announcements. As always, it's right. that time of year. So today, get out early. Today, before the rain hits, uh, the Royal Botanical Gardens is holding the Auxiliary Bulb Sale. It starts at 9 o'clock, runs till noon, featuring spring flowering bulbs from their very own collection. So, so those have, uh, have, you know, grew and flowered this mm-hmm. p- spring and are now ready to be planted into your garden to flower next spring at your place. So that's happening in the Arboretum at the Royal Botanical Gardens, 680 Plains Road West in Burlington. Tomorrow is get on the bus to see the hostas. Remember this travel, <laughs> the hosta, what do we call them, hostophobics? No, not the other way around. Hostages. Hosta, hostaholics. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the bus to go see Hostas. Yes, indeed. It's a big tour uh, to travel throughout 
starting in Milton, traveling throughout southwestern Ontario, visiting Hosta Gardens all along the way. It's an all-day event. It is being put together by um, a bunch of wacky hostaholics. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, okay. it's, yeah, it's quite fun, actually. So to reserve your seats, you can contact Sandra. at uh, Her phone number is 1-866-742-7155. And it's only $40 for an entire day of... Hostas. That's pretty you sure fun. it's just hostas they're growing out there. They're having way too much fun. I know. <laughs> well, you know, you yeah. get together, those hosta people. Oh, you know. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty silly. So tomorrow as well, from noon until 4 p.m., the Scarborough Garden and Hort Society will be holding their 90th, if you can believe it, wow. 90th anniversary garden tour. Featuring eight unique large gardens, including uh, refreshments and a classical guitarist. In the gardens. I dig it. $10 tickets available on the day of the tour as of 11.30 a.m. in the parking lot of Scarborough Village Community Centre, 3600 Kingston Road and Markham Road. All right, one more. for This is for July the 11th. Well, we'll do it anyway. Bob Cajun. Mm, oh, yeah. Beautiful place. Yep, great you cottage You have fond area. memories yeah. of that area. Sure the Bob Cajun Horticultural Society 19th Annual Garden Tour Tea and Market. That's Saturday, July 11th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You are invited to tour seven lovely gardens enhanced with horticultural displays, refreshments, and music. Everybody's turning these tours into a big event. Meet local artists and select treasure at the artist's garden. Consult with master gardeners along the way. Enjoy lunch one of the fine restaurants offering discounts to tour participants. Tickets are available at the Bob Cajun Chamber of Commerce and retailers in Bob Cajun, Fenland Falls, Lindsay, and Lakefield. For more information, www.bobcajunhorticulture.com. There you go. We are going to be uh, joined later in the show. Special guest, Sonia Day, is uh, oh, joining. Sonia, yeah. yeah, Sonia was, uh, has been on the show in the past, and she'll be joining us again later on to uh, talk about her latest book. Well, terrific. I know. All right, we'll get set to welcome her. Meantime, as we go to the lines very shortly here, uh, I, I want to have the folks out there please get a piece of paper and pencil or pen, whatever, handy because I'm going to be giving you a phone number that you'll want to use to call to get information about a trip that you are going to take with Charlie <laughs> Dobbin to Hawaii. Pretend I got a grass skirt on. <laughs> I'm covering my eyes. <laughs> this, oh, she's I, coming with a lawnmower. Wait a minute. I don't oh my God. See. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. YMT Tours is sponsoring me to take you to Hawaii. Two weeks starting January the 6th, uh, four island tour, so flying between the mm -hmm. islands and seeing some of the usual, you know, Waikiki yeah. Beach, Pearl Harbor, and volcanoes, etc., but special agricultural events like coffee plantations and orchid nurseries and pineapples, fish farm, all kinds of really cool horticultural and agricultural side trips for those that are interested. So if you'd like to join me on that trip, the phone number is very simple, one 800 482-1808. So 1-800-482-1808. Just give them a call, ask your questions, get your information, and sign on the dotted line, and we are going to have a ton of fun. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, if you've got a computer, 
Give that information to get to YMT. Yeah, so YMT.com. Or YMT Vacations, what is it? Let's see, Mm -hmm. now that I've started this. YMT, so Y as in young, M as in mother, mother, and T as in Tom. Tom. So young Mary Tom Vacations, one word, dot com. Go to that website. Up in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a search box. Mm -hmm. Into that search box, you put the call letters of the station, which is CFZM. So Charlie Frank Zoomer Media. You got it. There, that's easy. I never wow. even thought of that. That's a good acronym. CFZM, Charlie Frank Zoomer Media. Yeah, we own the station. We <laughs> do. <laughs> they just gave it to us because our names work. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's great. So they're, they're the web or give them a call. It's, it's, it actually sounds like a fabulous I trip. Know. So think about it, folks. Very no, excited. don't think about it. Get, get on the phone, get on the blower, and give those folks a call or jump on the computer. Meantime, we're coming back to have uh, words with Mary Jane Carroll and Siva in just a couple of moments after these words on. On Zoomer Radio. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, Forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, stalks, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And uh, Frank Proctor, Charlie Dobbin here for you, and uh, let's wend our way to Welland. Uh, there is <laughs> Mary Jane. Hi, Mary Jane. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Hi. I, I called you last fall about my rose campions, mm-hmm. my lickness, yep. that would not bloom. Okay. So I, I took the best of the babies. They make a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. And I took the what looked like the healthiest ones, and I, I planted them the way you told me to. And anyway, I now have 13 mm-hmm. blooming. Oh, excellent. Well, hey, well, great. I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. Well, but my, I seem to have two different colors, but I can't remember whether I initially bought two. Anyway, I don't know whether they mutate or not. Yeah, they usually go back to wild type, which is bright, bright magenta. Yeah, I have yeah. a really deep, deep fuchsia and then a hot pink. Oh, nice. Wow. But that's okay. Yeah. I, anyway, I'm happy with my, my my question is, what do I do now? Do I have to keep... <laughs> my beds are pretty full. Do I have to keep... Do I have to keep moving these babies around? or No, I think what you're going to find, it, it's a considered a short-lived perennial. Okay. So what that means is that the first year, some leaves, very little flowering. Second year, as you're experiencing, lots of flowers. Right. Third year, not so many flowers. And by the fourth year, probably the plants won't even show up in the spring. Okay. So what you're going to do in order to keep this plant in your garden is you're going to just watch for seedlings. Because as you know, they seed like crazy. They do. So um, I would just always kind of keep an area where you allow seedlings, uh, uh, at least one to grow or, you know, a couple to grow right. uh, or transplant as necessary in wherever you want them to be. But it's just going to be kind of an ongoing. Every three, four years, you're going to rejuvenate. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, because I love these things. They're yeah. very bright and they look gorgeous. This but leaves I, I, I just, I've not, my other perennials, I mean, they just, I put them in and they grow forever and ever. Exactly. They seem to be a little trickier. Well, like I said, short-lived perennials. And yeah. there, there's mm. several out there and we often kind of, it's like lupins, well, lupins aren't even that good of an example, but delphiniums are a good example. They're, they're there and then suddenly three or four years later, they don't show up. Right. So, um, yeah. But things like peonies are there for a hundred years. You don't right. have to right. touch them. Okay, well, I'm going to, because I'm sure out of these 13, I will get a numerous a quantity of babies. Oh, so yeah. I will I'll oh. just keep doing that then. I yep. tried one in a pot, but it didn't like that. Hey, thanks, Mary Jane. Thank, and happy mothering well, to all those babies. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that because I really wanted to save these things. Good. You I'm bet. glad you've got them going. 
Thank you. Have Take a great care. weekend. Thanks Bye-bye. for listening uh, to AM740, in particular the Garden Show. And uh, as Mary Jane noted, she is not a first-time caller. But if you are, mm-hmm. please let Sebastian know because... That's what you will hear as you are welcome to the show. You get wings. Well, let's find out whether Carol is a, a return visitor or brand new on the doorstep. Hello, Carol. Hello. Morning. Uh, this is my first time calling Oh, oh well, Hold there on. you are. Yes. There you go. But, Garden um, wings. <laughs> I, I'm very hoping that you can help me out here. Mm-hmm. I have a angel trumpet. Mm-hmm. A yellow angel trumpet. Mm-hmm. I uh, purchased it recently at the Berry Garden uh, sale, mm-hmm. uh, the horticultural, yep. and it uh, is losing its big leaves, but it's growing immensely with little wee tiny um, uh, flowers or leaves coming up the stem. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with it because it seems to be the, the big leaves are turning yellow. Okay, so it, it, it's um what we would call a standard, right? It's a single stem coming out of the pot with multi yes. stems up high on the plant. Yes, that's right. Right. So, have you got it in full sun for starters? Like, where have uh, you got it? Pretty well, yeah. It's outside. Yes. Yes. Just showing Frank a picture. This is what you've. This is what we're talking oh, gosh. about. Oh gosh. Yeah. Nice, lovely. Eh? Yeah. So yeah. angel trumpet is a lovely plant. Uh, actually, that's a white one. She's got a yellow one. But bottom line is, <clears throat> see, so lots and lots of sun. It's in a pot with drainage. Yes. Okay. And it's in potting soil in the pot, not um, topsoil. Not quite. I've mixed it with some compost, compost, and some. Um, Manure. Okay, All right. Okay, so that might be partly what's going on. Um, but see, in a pot, we always want to use potting soil unless it's a huge pot, like a meter across and a meter high kind of size pot. Then no, yes. I have it in a pail. Okay, a pail with holes. Yes. Okay. So just like a regular kitchen pail. Yes. Okay. With holes and and gravel. Oh, uh, at yeah. the bottom. Okay. So what I would say, how tall is the plant? Uh, it would be close to two feet. Okay. If you can, what I would do is I would get it out of the pail. I would get some yes. fresh, just potting soil, good quality potting mix. It could be a soilless yes, I mix. Have some. Yeah. And I would um, gently remove any of the, the soil that you had put in, the manure and compost, because a pail is too small to have compost and manure and potting soil in. And I think that's why you're seeing the older leaves turning yellow and new leaves coming out on the stem, which is what you don't want. What you want is you want to remove those green leaves off the stem. You want to encourage new green growth at the top of the plant. And if the older leaves are turning yellow, it tells you it's the plant is under stress. Probably needs better drainage. So the potting soil will drain better. Um, Remove the stems from the the little growth from the stems? From the stems, yep. Just with your fingers, just run your hand down the stem. Remove any growth that's coming on the stem. Dump this pail out. Dump the gravel out. Potting soil only plant into into pail if necessary, as long as there's good drainage. Uh, but forget the gravel, forget the compost, forget the manure, just potting soil, thorough watering. And today, of course, protect from all this heavy wind we're going to have. You don't want it getting knocked around in the garden. It's going to be quite, quite 
um, breezy. So just protect from the wind, allow the rain, it's all fine that way, uh, drain through, and then, of course, full sun uh, f- moving forward. And give us a call in a couple weeks if it doesn't look better. So not leave it in a container or anything. Yes, yes. You're going to put it back in the pail or a, okay. a pot that has drainage holes with okay. only potting soil in the container. Okay. Okay. All righty. Okay, hey, thank, thank you, you Carol. Very much. Okay. You're very welcome. And uh, you're welcome always. The door's always open here at yeah. AM740 Zoomer Radio for the Garden Show. And uh, matter of fact, we're going to take a little bit of a break right now, come back to talk to Siva and uh, Marlene and a whole bunch of other folks. Uh, meantime, uh, did you take your little uh, pills this morning? Sierra I did. Still? I yeah. always remember, particularly yeah. the season that we're in. Where there's yeah, I have, I have one of those little containers for pills. I have to take some pills, you know, mm-hmm. every day. And and always you I've, fill your little box yep yep and three in the morning right is what i do well morning sierra works for Sil. me too yeah. sierra Sil, completely natural mineral supplement yep. from the sierra mountains so just little capsules with this gray powder i mean mm-hmm. it's quite amazing how magical they are because when you take them your any joint pain disappears right. it's it's like yeah. uh you know wd-40 for the joints right <laughs> there you are I, I don't know how it and, works and you know thinking of all the folks out there gardening you know yeah. well, that can be strenuous and you can kind of pull some muscles mm-hmm. and get sore the topical analgesic spray yes try it you'll even if you don't have paint you'll love the smell of this stuff <laughs> you'll smell just like you've fallen out of a pine tree i'm telling you <laughs> so sore muscles there's an analgesic spray right uh any sore joints yep. there's the sierra Sil capsules both frank and i swear by these products they have worked for us could work for you give them a call for more information one eight seven seven joint 14 or check them on the web sierrasil.com s-i-e R-R-A-S-I-L Don't change the radio station. Just because the weather changes, garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And the sous chef of the garden, Frank Proctor, along with Charlie this morning, welcoming from, uh, let's see, Toronto. Yeah, Siva, good morning. Of you. Morning. I have a squash vine, mm-hmm. and I notice something is eating holes in every leaf that comes out, and it also has a lot of yellow spots. What can I do? So you don't see any evidence of any insects? No, nothing at all. I try to look to see if they're glued to the leaves, but nothing. <laughs> so little holes, like um, almost like a shotgun in the leaves, or chewed from the edges? No, inside, like a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. And uh, otherwise, is the plant healthy? It seems to be, yes. It's growing well, but the leaves are all eaten, so I'm afraid if it continues, maybe I wouldn't get any fruit. Well, that's, I mean, is it flowering now? It has no flowers yet. Okay. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of what it could be that's doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. at night, earwigs travel around and chew on anything that doesn't move. Okay. So earwigs are always something that we suspect. Mm-hmm. Could be those uh, little bugs. Yeah, you know, something like that. Okay. Um, and the yellow spots, they will well, cause it too. Well, again, sometimes also what happens is we get the kind of weather we've been having, which is cool and wet, which leads to fungal diseases. And we get little spots of actual mildew on the leaves. And then as the leaves turn yellow in those spots, the leaf material just falls out and there's holes left behind. So a rust disease can cause that. So uh, what I would, you've got the plants in full sun. Like yes. the sunniest spot possible. Yes, I got a fruit last year. It was just under 50 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. And you uh, saved seeds from that one, I hope. Yes, 
Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. So, yeah, so it's really important for you to make sure this vine stays healthy. Well, what I would do is just, you know, stay on top of keeping an eye on the plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be overly concerned if a little bit of leaf material is lost because ultimately it's the fruit that you want, not the yeah. leaves anyway. But if the leaves really do start to, to deteriorate and the plant looks like it's it's going down, give us a, another call. Um, and you can always sneak out at night with a little headlamp on oh, okay. and see if you can surprise anything that might be out there chewing at night okay. and do what you've done is look closely keep an eye on the plants and that's the best way to maintain their health okay i didn't think of airwigs because i didn't see any but mm-hmm. they could be around okay yeah, that, that's right those little devils hide yes. they do okay. okay thank you very much thanks, thanks for your call okay bye-bye okay it's the uh, garden show am 740 zoomer radio and we have a special guest uh-huh. Is our special guest yes. joining us? I haven't been able to. Yes. There we go. There we are. Uh, all right. So we have our special guest joining us is Sonia Day. She is a very well-known gardening columnist, writes every Saturday in the Toronto Star newspaper, and she's published a new book. And I wanted to get her on the radio show to talk about her latest book because it's an excellent, excellent book. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Charlie. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for joining us. And you remember Frank? I remember Sonia. Hi, yeah. Sonia. Hi, Frank. <laughs> Welcome back. I am the sous chef of the garden, of course. And uh, <laughs> I, I right. know so many things. Yeah. Uh, I won't share them now. <laughs> it, it would take maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> but you have a ton of stuff going there. As as Charlie mentioned, every Saturday you have a column in the, in the uh, star- life section. But Sonia just yeah. published her first novel oh. and won an award. So first, tell us about the award you won. Well, it's pretty exciting because it's a silver medal from the independent book publishers. Um, and this is a worldwide contest. They have about 6,000 entries every year. Wow. And I'm one of the few who won a medal. Wow. So um, it's my first attempt at fiction. Uh-huh. So uh, I was, of course, thrilled. But I think that um, I've written eight books now. And about six of them were gardening related Uh one was a memoir and then i just wanted to write a novel i think that a lot of writers do and so i was quite thrilled by the outcome well sonia what's the name of the book the the, the name of the book is dear eyes and it is about a deer hunter um and it's um really it's a story about the clash between rural and urban which is something i know quite well because Mm -hmm. I uh, spend a lot of time in Toronto, of course, but I live in the country, uh, north of Guelph, mm-hmm. and it has struck me since I moved up here, and I've now been here for 15 years, different culture mm-hmm. the, the country is yeah. um, from the city. And I wanted to express that, so I created three characters, um, a deer hunter, a woman from New York, who is a botanical artist, whom he meets, and her husband, who is a college professor oh, wow. um, in, uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I don't want to reveal the plot or anything, oh, but no. let's just say the deer hunter gets involved with the botanical art. I know, I've read the book and I loved it. Well, thank you. So, now, it's available in all good bookstores? Uh, uh, no, it's not, actually. It's available on Amazon. I self-published this book. Oh, good. It's the first um, book I self-published. Mm-hmm. All my others have been with, <coughs> excuse me, Canadian publishers. But mm-hmm. um, 
they're not that interested in novels right. often. And so I decided to just do this myself. But you can get it on Amazon, and a few bookstores do have it. And if you want to find out where it is, email me yeah. at sonia at sonyaday.com. Yeah. I, sh- I would like to say that there's a lot to interest gardeners in Yeah, this I was going to say, tell, yeah, because I, I know you as a gardener yes. and obviously as a person who, like you said, moved out to the country. So when I started reading this novel, I was going, you know, Sonia wrote this. Like it was, I was really trying to get into it. And then I suddenly it twigged because Sonia is an artist as well. So tell us how that, that twist comes in there, that, that arti- botanical artistic twist. Well, into I, the novel. I am a painter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a painter as a sideline. And then I got interested in gardening and started writing about it, of course, and the books and so on. But um, this woman, the the botanical artist, the heroine, um, paints a lot of wildflowers that she, she finds on this piece of land she inherits in Canada, which is in the wilds. Mm-hmm. Um, she, there's a lot about wild ginger, trout lilies, which... Mm-hmm. I don't know if your listeners know of them, but they're one of the first flowers that come up in spring, Mm. and they're fascinating. Um, Also, Jack in the Pulpit, which grows wild here in woods. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm very fortunate on my land, I have lady slipper orchids, which also play a role in the book. That's right. Yeah. And so so you are, you're teaching, you know, the the botany of some very specific native plants, obviously Canadian native plants in this novel, but it's from the eye of the artist and what she's painting. That's right. And, yes. and we learn a little bit about, about watercolors, too, and how, yes. how what a perfectionist she is with her painting and, and the, the way she washes these colors. I, it was a fascinating book. No, well, thank you. You should always write about what you know, mm-hmm. people say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know painting, gardening, country life, and urban life. So they all went into this book. And yes. I'm just thrilled that um, it was recognized. Okay, nice. once again, it's available on Amazon. The name of the book is Deer Eyes. That's D-E-E-R yes, yeah. Eyes. Sonia Day is yes, the well, author. thank you. Boy, that's... A, uh, now, I'm kind of interested in your paintings. Are they available to, yeah. to be seen anywhere? Well, that's where going to sonyaday.com, because oh. Sonia has a website. Her, you do showcase some of your art on your website, yes, don't that's you? That's right. Yeah, you always yes. have. Is the book available on your website? Uh, yes, I can send someone a copy of oh, the book if go. they want there you one. Go. So, Sonia, dedicated. Uh, yeah, cheaper to get it through Amazon, but uh, oh, there you go. You'll have to pay for postage with me, right? But, <laughs> but Amazon will ship for free via drone. You'll have it in your for for lunch, <laughs> yeah. right? You could have it this afternoon if you just order it now. They'll deliver it in an hour, I think, right? Yes. So, uh, what's next for you? A little more more books on the agenda? I don't know books. Uh, books are a tough sell nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably wind up writing another book, but I'm painting this summer and uh, gardening when the weather cooperates. No, not today. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Have you battened Um, your hatches today, I hope? (laughs) Yes. Well, it's not raining up here yet. No. Is it raining in the city? No, it's just very gray and cloudy, but the wind is starting to pick up. It's kind of, it's about to rain sort of. And it's cooling off. Yeah. Sonia, Mm -hmm. there's only one thing I want to absolutely clarify for folks who are searching for you. Your first name, Sonia, is spelled? S-O-N-I-A. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then D-A-Y yeah. is her last name. Great. Now, one of the things you've got coming up is you will be reading from your book at the Delphinium Festival coming yes. up on July the 5th. That's right. At Plant, 
Paradise Country Gardens. Yes, and if people go to the website there, they can book to attend the lunch. And it, it, unlike other years, you're the, you're the star speaker. There's usually been um, a fee. And yet when I looked at plantparadisecountrygardens.ca, it appears that everything is free this year. All oh, the really? speakers, yeah. So, but they do want people to register. Yes. So it is worth going to, to register to attend your reading. And I guess you're going to be reading from the book and explaining a bit about how the book came together? Yes, and I'm talking about the plants mm-hmm. and also... Um, how I do watercolors of oh, plants. Cool. Nice. Oh, boy. So nice. if you're a budding yeah. artist and mm-hmm. want to know the tricky art of watercolor, because it is very difficult. It is, that um, is difficult. Yes, come. It? Yeah. Um, it's a lovely place. It's a lovely place, is right. July the 5th, 1 p.m., you're up on stage, but the gardens there are absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And, uh, and so certainly if anybody wants to get up to Caledon, it's just in the Caledon area, um, check out Sonia, check out those beautiful gardens, check out amazing delphiniums all on July 5th. Yes. All right, anything else? Well, I think that's it, Charlie. All right. Well, you know what? I do want to thank you very much for joining us and for sharing the, your information about the book. I really, really enjoyed the book, and I highly recommend it. Well, aren't you nice? Anyone. Oh, I, and, and you've done some good stuff on, on the Luminato upcoming events in the Star, because, of yes. course, you are a weekly columnist every Saturday in the Life section. The, yes. The I Real Dirt. If people look today, there's a picture of you in there. <laughs> well, on the digital version, there's a picture of me, but I, li- I checked the print version of the Toronto Star, and it's the volunteers. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a gang of volunteers, which is still great. It shows the, the, the volunteers planting the, the bags and talks about tomorrow and the plant giveaway, which I'll tell everybody more about later in the show. Yes, okay. All right. Well, thanks again, Sonia. I really appreciate it. Congratulations, well, too. Yes, and congratulations. And Frank. Congratulations on that um, silver medal. That's, <laughs> That's something to be nice. proud of. Yeah. Thank you. All righty. Talk soon. All righty. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. for now. There she goes, Sonia Day. Yeah. Dear Eyes Amazon. Yeah. Sonia, like S-O-N-I-A right Day, D-A-Y. Okay. And to uh, folks who have been very kindly hanging on the line there, Marlene, June, Rosa, uh, we're going to be back. You really are. Uh, we do have to uh, take a little bit of a break here. And uh, let me just once again refer to next January. You know what it's <laughs> going to be? You, well, we know what it's going to be like, uh, you know, anywhere in southern Ontario. My God, freezing cold and nasty. and Blustery, Scraping the car, windshield. And, yeah, but... Some of you won't be. Some of you will be just luxuriating in some wonderful <laughs> hotel rooms, looking out at gardens, and not even just look. You're going to go into yeah, the wonderful gardens yeah. of Hawaii. Of Hawaii, yeah. You tell With, the folks more Well, about uh, you know, this is the plan. It's, uh, the, the tour is going to happen no matter what, leaving January the 6th, off to Hawaii for two weeks, visiting four islands, flying between, and uh, certainly I have every intention of being part of this tour. It's just a matter of having enough people sign up to make it happen. So, uh, you know, just give them a call for more information, 1-800-482-1808. That is YMT Vacations for more information, or check them on the web, ymtvacations.com. Top right corner, search Charlie Frank Zoomer Media, CFZM. Just put CFZM in that little search box, and the, the tour information will come up. And I know sometimes it's, it's only June, right? Why are we thinking about January? 
but there's no time like the present to be planning something oh, like man, that yeah. and looking You're forward to it. You're going to be so thankful it. next yeah. June or next January. Saying, yes, I'm glad it's, I did that. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm certainly looking forward to it as well. So let's let's all do it together and have a great time. January sixth, two weeks in Hawaii. I'll drink to that. Of course, I'll drink to anything. <laughs> National Peanut Week and all. Back in just a couple of moments here on Sumer Radio. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than we do realize. And should little creatures become a big problem? Well, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. Uh, our apologies to Marlene out there in Oak, well, Oakville. We've had a very busy show, but she has been hanging on that line for over 20 minutes, I bet you. Hey, Marlene, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, I have a question. A friend of mine gave me some plants last year <clears throat> that she calls moonflowers. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I think I have found out that they're called evening primrose because they... Um, they bloom only in the dark. Mm-hmm. No color. Uh, yellow. Yep. And they're gorgeous. Yep. But uh, my question is, uh, should I remove the old flowers? Because my friend says, no, 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 don't. Uh, but, I mean, they're starting to look very straggly, and those old flowers all hanging on. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I should remove them or not. Yes, you should. And what you should do is trim out the brown, scraggly-looking flowers, and that will encourage some new growth and more flowering. The, uh, the whole stem where the flower is on? Uh, or just the rip off the actual bloom? Uh, well, it kind of depends. There's a couple of different forms of evening primrose. Um, generally speaking, off the top of my head, it would be just the flowers you would be removing. You don't yeah. need to cut right down. But I shouldn't leave them on. Uh, you should not leave them on. No, you should definitely. Um, I'm just showing Frank a picture. Yeah, here. oh, they're pretty. Yeah. They're really pretty, yeah. and they so open and I, I can't. Um, I can't uh, kill them by doing this. Oh gosh, no, no, no! It's a hardy perennial. The plant will come up every spring and bloom every summer. Yeah. But the the um, the flowers grow in like a, a bunch. So what happens is, is if you look closely, you'll have some brown shriveled petals from past flowers. But if you look close, there's probably still some buds no, uh, there. You know, excuse me, they're not. Uh, it's just one flower. At Per I mean, stem? Each stem has one flower, it's oh. not in a bunch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so then what you will, yeah, if someone's going to say, there's different forms of evening oh, primrose. Yeah. Well, uh, bottom line is you will remove the brown flowers. I would leave the green leaves for now. And, uh, and just anything brown and anything shriveled, trim it out, clean it up, and f- consider fertilizing because, of course, we do continue to fertilize our gardens right through to the end of July. Yeah. And that, again, will encourage more flowers. Could, is- be, could, could I transplant them? Because she gave me four or five, and mm. I planted them, you know, reasonably apart, mm. but they have grown so big and straggly mm. that they're sort of crowding each other. Mm. Should I? Can you I- can transplant, but now is not the optimal time to do it. No. You're best to do your transplanting either the spring or the fall. In the spring if, or the fall. If they're really straggly looking, then don't hesitate to trim anything that looks straggly. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's not just the flowers that are passed. If you've got straggly looking stems or leaves, trim that as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They right. look so, I go especially out in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you can watch them open up. It's Isn't just amazing. amazing. I know it is. And they're pollinated by bats, right? Any of, they're any pollinated of the, by what? Bats. Oh, really? Yeah. Any of the old, any of the evening blooming plants. Typically, there's cacti. Oh, many of the amazing. cacti bloom in the dark as well. Oh, that's really And there is something called, there is an annual flower called moonflower, which is white. And it is not uh, a member of the evening primroses. Uh, <laughs> It's actually...
actually the same family as Morning Glory. So Morning Glory opens in the morning, yeah. and Moonflower opens at night. So, yeah, but they're the Whoa. same genus, and uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's great. It's based yeah, so on you. You actually you think it is evening prim- primrose that? Yeah, if it's yellow for sure, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. All right, and you can look it up. You can Google it, and the proper name is Onethera. O e n e t h e r a. Okay. Well, wow. thank right. you very much for your help. Thanks hey, Marlene, for thank you. Bye bye. Always welcome here at the Garden Show, Zoomer Radio, and uh, oh, June in Dunville, welcome to the show. Hello, June. Good morning, Charlie and Frank. Good morning. The rain has started here. Oh, oh has it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit south and west of us. Mm. Yeah, and it's cooling off too. I bet. Yes, it is. It was Very much 10 so. degrees in Windsor when I was driving in here, and it was 20 degrees here. So, you well, know, that's coming, right? Charlie, you and I, when we went to our clothes closets this morning, we picked up very summary yes. uh, pink. tops. And, Peach and, and pink. And it's, it's not working. No. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a gun. What, what's going on in Dunville, June? Okay. I'm back about, I called you once before about my apple tree. Mm-hmm. It did not get pruned this mm-hmm. year. Okay. It got really whomped oh. through the winter. Okay. And spring. And we're still getting want. Now, it had been absolutely packed with apples, mm. except I have hundreds on the ground. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot on the tree, mm-hmm. but they're still coming down in hundreds. <laughs> well, you'd have to be pruning them if it wasn't self-pruning, because no. it can't, it can't um, actually ripen that many apples, right? No, that's true. So, yeah, so it's a bit of a, you, you know, that raking and cleaning is part of what you have to do because you know what will happen with those apples on the ground. Mm-hmm. Insects, wasps, uh, mm-hmm. fungal diseases, just those sweet little little bits of fruit are going to attract everything for miles around. And then, of course, it all becomes a real, uh, you know, not, yeah, it's a real mess. So it's a raking and cleaning up of all those little baby apples, I'm afraid. Okay, I did spray them. They've been sprayed twice. Okay. So I have to hope yeah. for the best for bug-wise. Yeah, the trees, the the plants, the, the fruit on the trees. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. And if you can, get the, get those apples pruned, you know, in March next year is when is the best time to have them, any fruit trees pruned. And it, it's become a bit of a specialty. I find a number of arborists don't even touch fruit trees. They're just afraid of them, I think. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to prune them. So, you know, in Dunville, there's got to be somebody who knows about fruit oh, trees. No, we do have one, but unfortunately, he was in surgery this year. Oh, okay. So well, hopefully, why it's not pruned. All right. Well, hopefully he's better next year or, you know, get him organized so that he's ready to get out there in March with his saw on a nice, clean, clear, clean day and get that tree cleaned up because it makes such a difference. Okay, my dear. All right. Thanks Thank for your call. Thank, Thank you, you, June. Have take, a great weekend. You bet. Take care of uh, all the folks there in Dunville. Meantime, uh, we have to take a little bit of a break here. We're coming back to have a word with Rosa and Barb. But... Uh, I want to, Charlie, you've got more information on this than I. It's the Sierra Sil Active Formula, which is a new product that Sierra Sil has developed. And it, it's really quite effective for uh, pain if you're used to, you know. <laughs> pardon you me. assume I have more information well, uh, on Here this. I am. Yeah. Uh, I might not have that. You might not have that? Oh. It, well, you know well, what it is? It's, um, it's the same. Uh, Sierra Sil that we've been using, right. so that's that completely natural mineral from the Sierra Mountains. But it's the addition of something called curcumin. And so that addition of curcumin, and that's um, uh, a pain reliever, it's an antioxidant, it's got something, you know, vigor and health, all around health. Yep. So you're getting that same joint formula 
sort of um, medication which will take out any pain in, in joints. But there's that extra addition of the curcumin which re- relieves uh, other pain and contributes to overall body health. Do you know, I have a bit of a sciatic problem, sciatica. Mm-hmm. And uh, any any help that uh, I get, I get CRSL help with other mm-hmm. joints. But it can't do anything because the sciatic nerve is being pinched mm-hmm. somewhere in my spine. And I'm going to get, I'm going to call up the folks at uh, mm-hmm. CRSL Hey, send me some of that new active formula. Yeah, I wonder if that would make a difference you know, with that. I'm yeah, give nerve. that a try. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, because, yeah, so like I said, it's, it's just one more step forward in yeah. helping us be, you know, pain-free, comfortable, and able to maintain active lifestyles. And right that's really what the Sierra Sil people are all about. They want us to be active and healthy through our activities. Great people, as we know, we've met them and enjoyed them. They're based in Vancouver. Give them a call, one eight seven seven joint 14 or check them on the web, sierrasil.com. S-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-L. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds. Magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, flocks, hollyhocks, tulips, and sweet williams. You picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. Frank Proctor here, sous chef of the garden, and those of a certain age will remember Life with Luigi. That was a radio show that was on the air in the... Late 40s and 50s. Before my and, time. And one of the characters <laughs> would always say, Rosa, oh, Rosa. <laughs> Hello, Rosa. <Okay>. <laughs> From Milton. <laughs> oh, who do you? Good morning. <laughs> oh, you're here. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Charlie. Okay, now, this is my problem. I have to write it down, otherwise I'm going to forget it. I've been waiting so <laughs> long. Oh, dear. Now, Sorry. it's about peonies, right? Uh-huh. Yes. And I have one, two of them. I have one in the back and one in the front of my home. Mm-hmm. Now, the one in the back is with pink flowers, and they flower early, mm-hmm. okay? Now, the one in the front is going to be the red flowers, and what I can understand is, why do they not open the same time as the ones at the back? But maybe because the sun doesn't reach them till about 4 or 5 in the evening? Could be. Also could be, I mean, obviously different colors mean they are different cultivars or varieties. Oh. And there are early, mid, and late blooming plants in almost every category of plants. So even if they're sitting side by side together in your nice sunny backyard, you would probably find that they don't bloom exactly at the same time. Didn't know that. Yeah, but but you, you know, it's a good point. Where you are a little shadier, probably uh, the ground is a little later to thaw in the spring. So everything in that area is just going to be a little bit delayed in that front shady area versus the the back sunny area. Do you realize we were going to upplant them? Because we thought they were defective? No, don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm glad I called you. Yes, Thank you very much. Yes, they're not defective. And they're lovely plants. And they're probably fragrant and, and, you know, a lovely addition to any garden. And super easy to have in the garden. Low maintenance. Yes. So you that's said great. It. That's why. That's why I said to my husband, I will call you before we are... We approved them. Okay, good. I'm glad <laughs> you called. You, thank you. Thank you, Rosa. <laughs> Thanks for calling. 
Life with Luigi. Hey, Life with Franklin. Hey, you betcha. Hey, oh, out there near Hanover is a lovely little town. We just Google earthed it, or Charlie did. Yeah. Aiton is the name of the town, and that's where Barb is calling from. Hello, Barb. Good morning. Oh, hi there. Hi, Charlie. And Good Frank. morning. Um, I just wanted to tell you how much that we enjoyed the garden tour last Saturday at the Bluffs. Oh, nice. You came down um, for it. Yeah, and uh, we had won the tick uh, the tickets oh, because good. I answered oh, the right. question a couple of weeks ago. Yep, yep. What was With the Aaron, uh, yep. the flower of Scarborough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nice. I just wanted to tell you how much uh, we enjoyed it. I wanted to thank you for the ticket. Oh, our pleasure, and I hope Erin's listening right now because she was the one who posed the question. <laughs> oh, I see. Remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, so nice. Okay, and I was just wanting to ask you, too, about how do I look after a peace lily? So it's inside your house? Yeah. Okay, and I would keep it in. It's not a plant that really does that well outside. Uh-huh. Uh, it does. The nice thing about peace lily is you can go in a fairly low-light area in your home, Or it can go in in a fairly bright spot. It's very amenable. Now, not pitch black. It does need some light. The more light that it gets, the more it will flower. And it's a plant that tells you very clearly when it's dry. The leaves will turn. The shininess will come out of the leaves. The leaves will start to wilt. And you know it's time to water. And at that point, you give the plant a thorough watering. Lots of water so it pours right out the bottom into the saucer below and allow that to be absorbed absorbed up into the plant, and it perks right up before your very eyes. So, oh, okay. So it's a, and could there be like a sort of like a, a white residue from the bloom? Yes, well, there is pollen. Yep, you'll get yeah. that little white pollen, and yeah, it looks like dust on the leaves. Yeah, well, yep. I thought first maybe it was some kind of a, a bug or something. No, 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 okay. no. Just, yeah, feel free with a, with a washcloth or a, you know, wet J-cloth, whatever. Every now and then, just give the leaves a cleaning um, from the... Put your hand underneath the leaf, moist cloth on top, and then down sort of to the center of the leaf and pull towards yourself, removing dust and grime and any pollen that's sitting there. And it's a very happy plant and an easy one to care for. Okay, great, and thank you so much, and thank you again for those tickets. Um, I'm so glad you were able uh, to use them. Oh, yeah, it was a a beautiful day, and just the, you know, the general... the flowers and the, the homes are beautiful. No kidding, oh, eh? That's, that's, really I'm pretty part glad of you had a great time. And by the way, uh, were you there uh, for the planting of my tree, my uh, no, oak tree? tree? No, I wasn't. Oh, well, I'll hear more about that later. I hope Aaron planted it. <laughs> okay. okay. Have yeah, a great day, and thanks for so joining us. i of the people to allow the public to... I know. Um, I'm sorry, Barb. ...view their gardens we, and we, we have to move along. The show is just now over. I We've know. We've got to go. Thanks so much for your call, Barb. Thank you, Franklin, for being such a great sous chef. Thanks for our great callers. And Sebastian, we'll see you all again next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.